a hundred thousand dollars for like what a 60 second tiktok filling you in i'm subash and with me is my co-host coco today we're going to be talking about social media as a whole its influence where it's going where it's been. Yeah. So like Subash said, we're going to be diving into the complexities of social media today. A good spot to start off with is screen time because like the amount of, yeah, because the amount of time that we spend on our phones, it's pretty nuts. So I think it's, it's definitely been crazy, especially over the pandemic. I mean, that definitely blew probably drastically blew up everyone's screen time and that 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 like trend of being on your phone longer at least for me has definitely carried into like you know as covid is starting to like decrease it's definitely like still carried on those habits i mean like how much are you spending on your how much how much time are you spending on your phone today would you say yeah so i mean at, at its peak i may have actually been averaging averaging like 12 hours but now mm. it's more like 10 which is like still wild because i mean bro, I'm, I'm not gonna lie like <laughs> I, I, you're definitely not the only one, but that's on the higher end, bro. No, like for I, me, it's like seven, <laughs> six hours. Yeah, I, I definitely have a problem. Um, <laughs> <laughs> What's the breakdown though of that? Like, since we're talking about social media today, uh, out of those X amount of hours, like, what, what would you? How many? How much time are you spending on on Instagram or or social media as a whole? I'd say probably about hour half max. Mm. So it's it's not that bad, but I mean. Like when you step back and look at it, it's like, what are you actually on Instagram? Yeah. What are you doing for an hour and 30 minutes? Well, I mean, I can, I I relate to you on that standpoint, except for me, the, the the amount of time I'm spending on, on apps like Snapchat and Instagram, which we're going to kind of start off with today. um, It's high. It's high. It's, I would say it's actually unhealthy, unhealthily high. Um, It's definitely not something that's good, but uh yeah, I mean I'm picking up my phone uh a lot according to research. I mean teenagers check their phones 70 times a day on average and 50 to 60 of those pickups are related to social media apps. Um that definitely is true for me when I'm on Instagram. I mean the first thing I open and you see in the top the area of your screen is stories. Uh stories are just short pictures or videos of from your friends, from creators. Um and I mean yeah so when you go on instagram coco what do you see like like what do you see your your like favorite creators like are you seeing friends because i just want i just want to see what what you're watching when you yeah, get on so, instagram so personally uh i don't really follow too many creators mostly because i don't i don't like when i open up instagram and then there's like 20 stories from one mm. person yeah. i don't know if you can relate to that um even even some of my friends do and have to put them on mute mostly it's just my friends i'm checking out what they're doing oh look they're Mm. at the beach they're boogie boarding uh yeah no for sure yeah i i think i i differentiate a little bit in in what you in what you see uh i actually follow creators i follow quite a bit of them i don't i don't necessarily follow them maybe because they're fully entertaining uh some i like some of the stuff they're like selling marketing you know it's interesting to see what they're doing but as far as friends go, I mean, I don't really, I follow quite a few people, but I don't check everybody's story. Like I'll specifically scroll through my stories just to see my friends. And I think nowadays on Instagram, the the influencer and the whole marketing 
area of of the platform is just dominating over friends and you know that type of hangout i guess type of content i do think that instagram is going to die um you know over the past one to two years i mean instagram's all just been influencer marketing and business saturated there's a whole like shop tab on the bottom kind of portion of the screen dedicated to selling products and advertising things to you it's taking away from the personability uh that i personally feel on instagram like it just doesn't feel like the platform anymore where i'm i I see my friends it just doesn't yeah definitely and i think the thing about it is what are you using it for because if you're going to use it as a communicator for things like dms and things like that then Mm -hmm. honestly it works it works great fantastic still but if you're going on it to find like things like new interests and uh and see like what your friends are doing i'm definitely seeing a lot more sponsored posts and things like that facts and i i think it's just become dominated by big names big companies Mm -hmm. and like you said it's junk it's super junk now we transition to what people refer to as instagram's biggest competitor arguably which is Snapchat. On the other hand, Snapchat has definitely become the forefront of like communicating with your friends and really being a social media platform. When I get on Snapchat, I don't like check and look at my favorite influencer stories. I just don't. I maybe have one or two people that are quote unquote influencers that I watch. That's it. The rest of it are my friends. It's just, it's just my preferred place to communicate with my friends. And is that because you can, uh, the messages are, uh, disappear? I think, I think that's an interesting, interesting aspect of Snapchat. It's definitely, uh, something that's, that's, that's driving them to be ahead of other platforms. I mean, you know, sometimes when you're in a text message or you're opening your message with your friends, you might scroll up a little bit and see what you're last talking about. Uh, might kill a vibe. You never know. I mean, it's just, it's like a, it's like a clean slate. Like you're starting a new conversation. Like when you, when you encounter somebody in real life, do you see all the previous things that you've said right in front of you? No, it's a clean, fresh conversation. And I think that's where something like Snapchat just, it just, it just, it's just different. Uh, But I mean, that's definitely been abused. I I think we all know that, but as in a social aspect, I mean, I think it's pretty, I think it's a pretty cool feature. Yeah, I personally, I see Snapchat as budget Instagram because I mean, Instagram actually stole the (laughs) stories feature from Snapchat. And now they also have this like vanish mode in Instagram DMs where, yeah, what you send is like, it'll disappear. Let's be real though. Who's actually using that? Like, I think people are, but it just, it just doesn't, I don't think it it slides into the UI in, in my standpoint. And it's just like, I don't know. I just don't think it's in the app correctly. I think it's good for them to at least offer that feature. Another thing I think that Snapchat is great for is Snap Maps. Uh, mm. I mean, that that's a feature that Instagram doesn't have. I think that's like way more. It's like, yo, Matt, yeah. Kahala Ma. Anybody else here? Oh, look, yeah. my friend's here. Okay, yeah. let's go meet up, you know? See, I have a major, 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 major argument to that. Let's say there was some, something somebody needed for me or had an enemy or someone didn't like me and they needed to find me and they wanted to do bad things to me. Let's say they got into my friend's phone somehow. I had my location on. Now they know where I am. Sure, maybe it, it depends what your settings are, but sometimes it'll only update when you're on Snapchat. Sometimes it's constantly updating. But dude, that's scary to me. Okay, now moving on from Snapchat, we're going to move into Twitter. Twitter is 
definitely an interesting platform. What do you think? I mean, I think it's a shouting match, honestly. Who can write the most absurd tweet, get the most amount of retweets, get the most likes, and, yeah, and that's yeah. pretty much what happens. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm addicted. Now, let me explain <laughs> why. I like being able to open my phone and read text and see exactly what my favorite people, friends. I don't really have my friends on there. It's more like maybe some of my online friends just see what they're saying in real time. And I am so addicted to Twitter. It's a problem. It's an issue. Thinking about Twitter as a whole, it is so toxic. It is one of the, if not the most toxic platform you could possibly be on. Toxic because you spend a lot of time on it and you're addicted to it or toxic I'm, because- I'm not, talking, I'm not talking about that, bro. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about toxic in the way, like you said, it's a shouting match, dude. There's there's not a lot of positivity on the app. It's it's there maybe at one point there was, but right now, it's just it's 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 not a great place to be, dude. I've seen some tweets that have like crash markets from Elon Musk and things like that. I don't really have a deep understanding of uh, Twitter and all of its complexities. Moving on to more of a, well, in my case, I think TikTok is the most addictive social media platform out. Hi, bro. TikTok, geez, TikTok has taken over the world like like a storm, bro. It's a storm. TikTok carried everyone through quarantine. TikTok is everyone's go-to app. There is so much to dive into here, dude. The algorithm. We're going to start talking about the algorithm. What's getting people blowing up overnight, dude? Probably the biggest name on TikTok, Charlie D'Amelio. I'm going to be honest. I... I, ha- I have an understanding of these TikTok creators, uh, who they are, but I got a confession. I don't have TikTok. You need to get on it now. <laughs> it is so addicting. Every little thing I see on TikTok, I'd say 90% of the content I see, I'm interested in, which is why everybody loves it. I, I totally agree. And I mean, gosh, it's genius. Whoever came up with that algorithm needs to get a raise. It's like, Going to a place that remembers what you like, it serves you what you like for free. And I mean, I think what's more interesting is how TikTok creators have now come into the mainstream and you see mm. them on things like Jimmy Fallon. Like what? You have these people who... Alison Ray, bro. Exactly. On Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> like people you've never heard of like four years ago. Now some of the most highly paid influencers in the world. It, yeah. It's totally nuts. I think not four years ago, bro. I think four months ago. It's crazy. Who was Addison Ray a year and a half ago? And I think we should definitely get into why the Walmart purchasing of TikTok was such a huge deal. Think about it, right? What is what what does Walmart have in their tool belt right now? Direct access to every big influencer on TikTok. And they have basically the internet in their pocket. I don't think people realize that. I think it was a it was a weird buy. It was like, why is Walmart? Yeah. This com- this store that I go to buying TikTok, it's it's very yeah. it was very odd, but when you look more deep in deep into it, it was a super strategic play. I think it's super interesting because now that all these TikTokers had that scare of oh my gosh, I may lose all my followers, and they mm. transitioned over YouTube. Now we have a new line of YouTube creators coming from TikTok, sort of like the transition bro. we saw when Vine. When Vine lost all of its hype, and Logan now you Paul. have Logan Paul, Jake Paul, David Dobrik, Cody Ko, all those guys. Yeah, and, and that's happening again. It's another pattern, bro. If, exactly. If you, if you if you look back into like 
what happened with Vine, what happened with Musical.ly, what happened with not even either of those websites, other types of platforms, there was a repeating pattern. There are patterns in what's happening with the platforms and its creators and how they're shifting between each other. But aside from that, yeah, I mean, right now we're seeing a lot of, of, of big TikTokers go up onto YouTube. There's a big word here and it's longevity. And that's where I think that plays into what's going on with TikTok. A lot of these creators, I mean, they might have strong followings on TikTok, but they could be weak on other platforms. So even if TikTok did quote unquote die, or even if their page died, they still have a loyal, devoted fan base on their other platforms, which is why I think a lot of them are moving into YouTube. Yeah. And another thing that's going on is the revival of creator houses. I mean, mm. the OGs were like phase house and, you know, cloud house and things like that. I think it's super strategic for them to go this route just because yeah. having that amount of creators in one place and creating content. Bro, it's crazy. And I mean, with that, we see TikTok brands, Annie Energy, which I believe Bryce Hall and Josh Richards started together because of these connections and how because of these creators are collaborating with each other. These types of things are happening and other, it might not even be considered a brand, but there's other forms of, of, of content. And I guess you could say products that these TikTokers are selling. What's the biggest one right now? Music, Bella Porch, Dixie D'Amelio, Addison Ray, Alex Warren, who else? Countless other people. They're all dropping songs. They're all dropping, you know, maybe albums. They're getting features. Who cares if their music sucks, right? If you have 15 million followers and 500,000 of those people go over and listen to your song. That's about, I believe that's about $1,500. You'd probably get a lot more people going over to listen. And that's a product. You're selling units. You're selling a song. That's also a product. And even the song sucks, bro. Your name is on it. And you're making a lot of money from it. Something that I think is crazy is how much some of these TikTokers were getting paid for sponsored posts. I believe it was yeah. David's David uh, David Dobrik's podcast where they were asking Madison Beer, like, how much is most a company has offered you? And she was talking about how she had her friend who had gotten an offer for $100,000 to make one TikTok post. Yeah. $100,000 for, like, yeah. what, a 60-second TikTok? TikTok is in the lead. TikTok is leading right now. And what happens with a leader? Everybody follows. Right now, Instagram, YouTube, and Snapchat are all currently having their own versions of TikTok, right? We're going to start off with Instagram. Instagram has Instagram Reels. What are your thoughts on Instagram Reels? I mean, that's where I see all of my like TikToks. That's where I'd see the TikToks that be on TikTok. So, I mean, I think it's pretty good. I think the way that their UI is, I think it's pretty terrible. <laughs> it's pretty terrible. Mm, but it's, it's the people's attention spans are so short right now. How many people out there right now? would sit and watch a 10-minute video, right, versus sit down and watch five 30-second videos. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like, it's definitely the five the five 30-second videos, which is TikTok, if you think about it. No one wants to sit there and watch the same thing for that long, which is why everybody right now wants to do that short-form thing. If everybody had to be compared to who's mimicking TikTok the best, it'd probably be Instagram. I mean... They did it first. Actually, yeah, no, I think they did it first. Um, you know, they've been known to mimic, like we talked about earlier, how they were stealing. They stole the Instagram stories idea from Snapchat. Um, I just think that's where, I think that's where all the social media platforms are going right now. Uh, Snapchat spotlight compared to Instagram reels mm. is not even close. Snapchat no, spotlight yeah. is terrible. I'm sure they're definitely getting a lot of views, 
they're definitely selling ads. That's for sure. You know, I think we're, we're undermining a little bit how many people click on it, right? How many people do you think maybe are bored and click on it for 15 seconds every single day, right? At yeah. least 100,000. That's still selling ads. Guess who else is copying it? YouTube Shorts. And currently, aside from TikTok, YouTube Shorts is the only other short form, you know, quick kind of content um, platform that is monetized. TikTok has their creator fund, which a lot of creators are making money off of but youtube is actually monetized their youtube shorts and dude they're doing really well i don't think the way to access youtube shorts is a hundred percent great yet i think they're going to just slowly you know update by update make youtube shorts really part of the youtube platform if youtube is able to seamlessly like pretty much just take what tiktok has and bring it onto their platform yeah they rise back up to the king because sure. they have the they have the advertisers, they have the yeah. money, they're backed yeah. by Google, they have a yeah. lot of creators. Everybody wants to go over to YouTube. You see all these like creators starting a YouTube mm-hmm. channel. They don't go in it, you don't go from like YouTube and then you go to Instagram. You go from like Instagram to YouTube because that's For where sure. the money is. Like how much of an influence do these creators have on us nowadays? Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. Um, you know, they, for a lot of people they've they're an escape and they've weaved into people's lives. No matter what platform you're watching creators on, they're in your life. Like they are, they're just straight up in your life. Uh, you know, they influence who we are. They influence, you know, how we do things, how we interact with people. Even sometimes we, we don't even know. Uh, it's crazy. We don't even know, but there's a, definitely a positive and a negative part to that. And I think it's just like overall, social media as a whole their influence on us is absolutely crazy i think our generation is going to be the generation that's going to raise really you know well-rounded kids because we know the effects of social media and you know that's just i think i think that's a topic for another day i think that's a great place to wrap it up i think that's a great place to close it do you have any closing remarks before i wrap this up uh nope To all you listeners at home, thank you for tuning in. Wherever you are, wherever you listen to us, please hit the follow, subscribe, like, and comment. We will definitely be getting into more hot topics as we progress. And until next time, thank you.